welcome back. My name is Darius Dunn. And I'm Allie Dunn. And this is another episode of Marriage Marriage Done Done Right. Hey, party people. We're back. Yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) I feel like our episodes are starting off the same every time now. It's been a minute, mm-hmm. but we're back. It's mostly my fault, y'all. I'll take the blame. Darius has said multiple times, let's record an episode. We need to record an episode. People are waiting. Right. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I don't want to set it up. So it's been me. I take all the blame. Thank you. You're Taking welcome. Blame. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it often, but there you go. I'll do that one. Hope you guys are doing well, that you're safe and healthy and missed us. Hopefully. Yeah. Our last episode was in March, I believe. <laughs> My gosh. Back when, way back, way back, way back, when back when Will Smith slapped oh, Chris yeah. Rock. Remember that? Wow. Well, it was like a long time ago, but it, it really does wasn't. It feel like a long time ago. So much has happened since then. Yeah. We had summer break mm-hmm. and now we're in school again. Yep. We really enjoyed our summer. We're already three months into the new school year. I started at a new school, which I'm loving. We've been having a lot of fun with that. Darius is celebrating 10 years at his school. He got a pin and everything. So proud of him. Yep. Best PE teacher to ever walk the earth, in my opinion. My opinion. I don't know about that. I'm a little biased, but I hold to it. Stick to it. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, today, y'all, you can see based off the title, we're going to be talking about the worst relationship advice that's out there. I came across a um, what do you how do you how do you say it? What's this called? It's like a, a thread? Is that so what it is? Reddit. A Reddit, Reddit, Reddit page yeah. where someone asked, "What was what's the worst relationship advice you've ever been given?" And uh, I was very intrigued. Also, we've been watching on YouTube. What are those videos? Is this like a loyalty test? Yes. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Where. Uh, so well, basically, they uh, a person will call these people to set up a, a scenario situation to test their 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 boyfriend or girlfriend, and uh, it's it's always like these elaborate, big, huge things, and they have actors involved, and they film the whole thing, and they unfortunately the my, my only thing about it like they blur out the the person that's being tested, they blur out their face, I guess legal reasons they 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 had to mm-hmm. i guess something something must have happened when they first started doing doing this um but yeah it's just kind of kind of interesting um that someone would um put their their uh boyfriend or girlfriend through a loyalty test and from what we've seen most people fail yeah that's the sad part is like at first when you were first watching it and i was like what is he watching and you would be laughing because it's really sad to see, like, obviously there's something in the back of these people's minds that makes them feel like they need to put their significant other through this test. But it's also, like, super sad to see most of it turns out being warranted, you know? Yeah, I think I think most people, well, the people we've seen in the videos, most of them think that or feel like they, they can do better than what they have. So they're always looking to level up, level up. Mm, Maybe mm-hmm. that's what that is. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That's what it seems like for sure. Mm-hmm. But 
anyway, that got me kind of thinking about, we should talk about this on our podcast and see just what the culture and thought process is like out there, out there right now in the dating world. We are happily married, as you know. Yeah, we're still married. We, we are still married. <laughs> Even though you haven't heard from us in a while. But we're still married. We're still very happy. Just really busy. Um, but it made me curious to get out there and see what kind of relationship advice is being passed around. So one uh, thing that was said was love means never having to say you're sorry. That's a piece of relationship advice. Can you explain that sentence? Because I don't know exactly what it means. So I think it's supposed to mean that if you really love each other, then being sorry is implied. Like when you mess up. Oh, so Like, I love you. Of course I'm sorry. Kind of like that attitude. So, oh, so, so, so you don't saying have to say words, it. Yeah. Not, not saying the words, I'm sorry. Like right. You don't have to say the words, I'm sorry. Not having to apologize. Because it's implied that I'm sorry if I did something to hurt you. Oh, is it implied? Is it? Oh. <laughs> I've already said on this this podcast that I've said the words I'm sorry more times <laughs> in, in our three years of marriage than I've said my whole life, entire life. Yeah, I think that is really bad relationship advice. Yeah. Is that even advice? It's kind of just a saying. Like, why would why would you give advice to someone? Love means never having to say you're sorry. That's awful. Yeah. It's definitely a movie, like a movie line. Yeah, it's a, more than realistic it's advice. Kinda, yeah, it's stupid to me. Yeah, I hope when they heard that advice, they immediately were like, "That doesn't make any sense." Because that's one thing that makes for a good relationship is being able to apologize and be sincere in your apology. Right. Or even apologizing when you aren't sincere because it helps. Well, you should still be sincere. <laughs> eventually, what I'm saying is like eventually you come around to being sincere. Like there have been times where I've hurt your feelings. And in the moment, I'm upset, you're upset, but we know we need to apologize to get past it. You know what I'm talking about. There have been times, right? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. There have been times where we're like, we say, I'm sorry. We apologize to each other, but we're still upset, but we take some time to simmer. And normally I end up saying, I'm sorry again in a more sincere way because I know I'm sorry. Does this make sense? Yeah. But I need, I had to say it even though I didn't feel it well, in the moment. That's but you. But when I say I'm sorry, I mean, it's pretty genuine. Every time? Every time. What? Yeah. I don't say it unless I'm actually like fully there and what in my every head. time. Yeah. How do you get there so fast though? Because I love you. <laughs> You've always been a better, uh, better man than me, a woman. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that made sense. No, <laughs> you're a better man than I am a better woman. Uh, but you've always you've always been the better um, maker upper. Yeah, just say that. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> so, the, yeah, that's the first awful piece of advice. Um, oh, this is so funny. Those people who test the loyalty. That's the next one on here. Mm. The people who test the loyalty by hiring attractive people to flirt with oh. them on Instagram. Don't do this. It's all sorts of wrong. 
Yeah. I trust my partner, but I just want to see kind of mentality. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't think that's cool to do, but for some of these people, I kind of understand in a way because in, in the, in the videos they ask, they normally ask, so why are you doing this loyalty test? And for most of the time it's because that person's been hurt in the past and been burned by, by um, their person. And so, or by a person before their current person. Yeah. That's what I meant. Oh. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've been hurt in the past. So they feel like they need to do this to make sure things are right. And they don't want to go through all that again, but it's, uh, it's really, it's risky to, to do this because like I said, some, some people are thinking, Hey, um, you know, my boyfriend, he don't, he don't make six figures, but there's this guy who's coming at me. Well, he's pretending. I'm talking about the loyalty test. Yes. Uh, they'll they'll put out some like a good, attractive, good looking, attractive guy or attractive woman, and um, they get him in front of them and seduce them or whatever. And for for the guy, the guys that are testing their their girlfriends, it's usually. A good looking guy, a good looking guy that has a lot of money and is offering like, well, I can give you this lifestyle, I fancy, own a boat. yeah, luxury yeah. type stuff, and and um, it's so sad to see how fast some some of these women are like, okay, how fast they they flip and they're like, oh, okay, it, they're only with them for like thirty minutes or less. One woman, one one uh, it, it was loyalty test. The guy was testing his girlfriend. The the actor, the guy actor told the the girl that was being tested to call your boyfriend right now oh. and break up with him. And she was like, "Okay." That was crazy. I could not believe that. Yeah, that was crazy. So I yeah. I know it's wrong to do that, but from the people we've seen in the video, they have good reason to. But I feel like if you're that suspicious, maybe you should just end it to begin with. My thing is, should my question is, should you be in a relationship? You still haven't dealt with those past issues and gotten totally gotten over it. Because if you haven't like serious trust issues with people, why even like serious trust issues that bad? Why even be in a relationship in the first place? Well, to counter that question with another question, is it really them that is having the trust issues, or are they being sketchy? Who's because some of their their partner, because some of the loyalty tests we saw, like they were getting too cozy or too comfortable mm. in other people's DMs yeah. and yeah. they had reason to be suspicious. But I feel like, do you really need har- hard, concrete evidence? If you feel that suspicious, do you have to have concrete evidence by putting them to a loyalty test in order to end things with them? Or could you just say, you know what, I'm having a really hard time trusting you. I think it's better we go our own ways. Like, does it need to go as far as doing a loyalty test? I don't think so. Probably not. I think if you're feeling that strongly suspicious about someone, you should just end it. You know? Talk about it. Talk about it. But a lot of times when someone is caught and they they normally lie about it, right? So you could talk about it. They could still lie to your face. True. But if you're feeling that strongly... That you feel like, ooh, let me go hire these people. Let me pay someone to see if I can catch my current partner in a lie. 
I don't know if that's worth it. If you got to go through all of that, then you probably should just end it. So it's probably not a good idea to put your partner through a loyalty test. <laughs> probably not. Something that I've seen in terms of advice that I've, that I've heard is is uh, women telling other women don't settle. What does that mean? Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, never settle don't settle you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking about i feel like in our culture right now there's this expectation or women are telling other women like you need to know what you want and to some extent yes however have we talked about this on here or do we just talk about it a lot go ahead off the podcast but the expectations that women single women have for men some, some, yes, some single women have for men is ridiculous. Like they're holding men their age to a higher standard than they hold themselves. And this is what I mean. Like the some women who won't date a guy who doesn't make a certain amount of money, specifically like the six figure range, and they're in their mid-20s. That's unrealistic because you can't... Uh, most people don't come out of college making six figures. Most women don't come out of college making six figures, yet they're looking for a man that makes that amount of money. Or women who have the standard of, I won't date anyone shorter than six feet tall. You know, once you start putting those specific, like, shallow that's really what it is. Those are shallow things to define who you will and will not give a chance. You're missing out on so many opportunities. Do you think that? So when, I think that's like the what you mentioned of like. Well, so when when a when a woman says when a woman tells other women don't settle, are they are they usually ta- are they usually talking about those shallow things? I feel like, like in the get what you get what you want if you want a man that's over six feet and makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, that's I think what you, that's I what think, you deserve, girl. <laughs> get you I that think man differently. I think differently than I think our culture thinks. One because I'm a Christian, but also just like the those who do not have a standard that they are following, like a spiritual standard, I do think that is the narrative being passed on from woman to woman. And I think it's taken out of context. Cause when I think of don't settle to me, I'm thinking of more like character. Like I'm not going to settle for someone who doesn't have a strong character or doesn't have a strong faith. Like that's what I think of don't settle but I do think those who don't have a spiritual standard, I do think that is how it's portrayed of like, oh, girl, you need to get you what you want, make you a list. He needs to have no kids. He needs to be 6'4". He needs to make $80,000 or more a year. He needs to drive a nice car. Like those shallow things, that has nothing to do with a man's character. But I do think that's kind of what's, portrayed in our culture i don't think it's right but i also think that's why a lot of women are single like let's oh, be real so you're, <laughs> so a lot of them are single because they have these really high shallow expectations of men yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I Do agree. you agree? I agree. Yes. I feel like if women open themselves up to to men outside of this super small box that they have put their expectations in, because that's not a large amount of men. It's a very small. It's a very small very, amount very, of people very. in their mid to mid twenties, early thirties who make over six figures or make six figures at all, who are over six feet tall. Who there's, drive a nice car? There's, there's, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's studies, on, studies on this, like percentage of, percentage of men in the United States who make over six figures. It's, it's very small. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's under ten percent of, of. That guys. makes sense. That makes. It's probably make way less than ten. It's probably, le- it's probably like probably less than five percent. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's less than five percent. And so these women are, so many of these women are looking for only these the 5% of guys you're totally missing out on all the rest the rest other of the 95 guys yeah, who 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 probably have nice like good character I'm not saying all got like 95% of guys have good character but I'm just saying like right. you, you could be you know you could be missing out and it's it's a uh, it's very competitive women going after the top yeah that's true. Of women, so you really have to think, like, what makes what makes you what makes you stand out? Like, what what is going to make you stand out to have one of those those types of guys? Uh, because he has all, like, he has so many options. Like, he can That's pick true. from any any woman. I it's funny. I, I actually watched a video today where they interviewed some some uh, college college women. Uh, asking them how much how much do you uh, a guy should make and that you're in a relationship with or yes oh, yes okay. um and all of them except for a few they they probably interviewed I mean, at least at least 10 maybe 10 12 and a majority of them said over 100k one one woman said like 2 million what yeah like Men their age? Nah, nah, it's not just men their age. It's it's just men, men that they that they um in that marrying or dating dating or get married. Yeah. Wow. And we talked about this, or I mentioned a guy who because it's not only that he has to for some of these women, it's not only that he has to be over six feet. He has to make. Over 100k. He also has to be emotionally available. <laughs> oh, He's yeah. got to be interesting. He's got to have a lot of hobbies. Yeah, like the same things that you like. But a guy who's making over six figures, he's working. Like, he's working a lot. He he might not have time for hobbies. Work is his hobby because <laughs> he's got to make money. Because he's got in order to make that much money, it takes a lot of That's work, true. a lot of hard work, and he doesn't have a lot of time. I didn't think about that. He's not gonna have a lot of time for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so so then, I think I think, and then they and then they they're gonna get mad. Oh, he doesn't spend enough time with me or whatever, and all this stuff. <laughs> that's definitely a high possibility. That, that's very true. I so I guess bringing it back. Don't settle. It could be good advice if we're talking about don't settle for a partner when it comes to their character. Like yeah. don't settle for someone who has a bad character just because you're looking to find someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it could be bad advice if you're just saying don't settle like 
girl, get you a man that's six feet or taller. Like, get you a ball player. <laughs> I think that, that could be bad advice, but it could be good if you're talking about it in character yeah. terms, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is awful. The next one, I think we can all agree. Have a baby with them. <laughs> how is that gonna <laughs> how is that gonna help your relationship i think uh maybe trap trap the guy oh or trap the girl wait why would i wait how what does that mean what do you mean i don't know trap the girl? i feel like a, a girl could be trapped if a guy gets her pregnant that's happened before feeling trapped like oh i want my kid to have a dad and then you're connected for life even if you don't stay in a relationship, you're connected for life. You well, have you a mean, kid. You mean the, the man purposely impregnates yes. his, his woman yes. to get her to stay? Or him? for them to have a permanent connection, even if they don't stay in a relationship. Hmm. It's happened before. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not as common, yeah, but it, common. it does happen. Guys who are It's very usually the other way around. It is usually. But I'm just saying, obviously, that's awful advice What's, children do not make problems go away they make things worse children no, they, are they, terrible <laughs> <laughs> i'm just Darius, kidding i'm just oh kidding my gosh. i'm just kidding we want to have a joking. kid yes we, children are beautiful gifts from god mm-hmm. however I, they don't yeah. make relationships easier right. typically they can make things harder not all the time but like Makes things more complicated. Sleep deprived. You're sleep deprived when they first get here, and which makes you cranky. And baby's cranky, mom's cranky, dad's cranky, everyone's cranky. I can see it causing problems, even just with like time it's management. Worse. It's worse if you're not in a loving relationship with. Yeah, that's with true. The, um, if you're with, already bickering and arguing, oh yeah, and you have problems. Have a lot and of having problems. a kid. That's that's going to make make things worse. And it's not the kid's fault. No. It's not because of the kid. It's, not, right. it's, it's just like you're adding more stress, more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Maybe stress is a bad word, even though that does come when you're res- when you end up having more responsibility. I mean, it changes things. Right. Add more responsibility, you add more stress. More stress leads to more arguments, usually, or more misunderstandings that mm-hmm. lead to arguments. Mm-hmm. So we can all agree. And then, if you already follow the advice, don't say sorry. Then. <laughs> Just, oh yeah, add that bad yeah. advice in there. I'm like never just, saying sorry. It's all bad. Oh man. All right. Another piece of bad advice. Always be the one who wears the pants in the relationship. How do you feel about that? Oh man. Who wrote that? A man or a woman? I can't tell. <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> Well, it says uh, it was advice that whoever this person is received from their mother. She was upset when they told her that they were a team and that both of them wore the pants. Ah, so yeah, it sounds like uh, yeah, it was a woman who gave that advice. That's what I, that's what I thought. Yeah, um, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, a guy doesn't doesn't want to compete with with his woman wait so you're saying that you wear the pants (laughs) 
Well, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say like No, say it. Well, you said okay, that I'll you wear the I pants. I'll say I lead the relationship. I don't know this whole like wearing the pants thing. I don't I'm just kidding. I don't know what all that all that means exactly, but I mean I you know, the man should lead the relationship. Um and uh something that guys don't like is is uh, a woman trying to be like the man or try to play that role. Why? Why? Because you have a role, man has a role, woman has has her role. If a woman's trying to play the man's role, that's not that's not that's that's not good. That's gonna they're gonna clash. Or <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I agree with you. I never really liked the phrase like where's the pants? You know, I like wearing pants. Where'd that even come from? Oh, I guess like the like the fifties housewife kind of thing. Like, yeah, women never wore pants. Really, it was always dresses. I, I don't know. Anyway, I do agree though about the whole being a team thing. I definitely right. think you know, man should lead the relationship. And I really, I don't want that responsibility anyway. I know that there are some uh, marriages where it may not be the same. You know, and whatever works. For your marriage, hey, but that's a lot of responsibility to lead and be a leader. You know, I'm leaders in other ways, like at work. And when I come home, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you have that responsibility. That's cool with me. It doesn't mean though that that you don't have any say, right, on things. We're still a team. Yeah, we still work together. We communicate with each other and talk through things and make decisions. Um, I think this always be the one to wear the pants is more of like a, it's an attitude thing more than it is anything else of like, I'm going to have the last say. I feel like that is what this kind of hinges on of like what I say goes, but it's really, if that's how your relationship is, it's, it's kind of doomed you have to have compromise right yeah what i say goes that's just never gonna work Mm-mm. no one likes to feel controlled and um like they don't have a say in their life their own life right right all right last one and this one um i don't know let's just say this one says follow your heart was the worst relationship advice they've ever gotten yeah it's too vague what does that mean so there's more it says while having the feeling of love is important it can be confused with infatuation yeah that's a problem because people get infatuated very easily they think that it's love or it's it's with my heart you know whatever i I mean i don't want to get crazy spiritual on y'all but the heart is deceitful above all things that so is biblical, like, yes. Mm-hmm. I could kind of understand this one. Uh, for me, this one kind of goes with another piece of advice that I feel like would naturally and normally come from like women pepping each other up and like trying to console one another. Of like, girl, yeah, don't settle. Follow your heart. You know, I feel like those can oftentimes be used in the same. I don't know circle yeah sounds right of advice follow your heart 
And I, I do think it could lead you down a, a bad path, especially if you have other family or friends saying like, oh, I don't know, like the way that he's treating you is not right or you deserve better than this. Or And there are times when people say you deserve better than this where it's like, what do you mean by that? But I think it all comes down to how how is the person treating you? Do they treat you the way that you should be treated? Are they kind? Are they compassionate? Not just to you, but to other people too. How how they treat other people is important too. So yeah, that's uh, a lot of bad advice. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot more, but yeah. what is you know. what is some good advice that you've heard? Good relationship advice, solid relationship advice. Um. Well, even in the same post, they talk about how even though the worst advice they heard was follow your heart the best advice they got was love is a choice and i agree with that love is a feeling but it's also a choice like when you're not in your happiest of times in a marriage waking up and choosing to love i agree with that like especially in a marriage when you've made vows you've committed yourself to one another you've vowed till the end you know I think that's really good advice. You made a commitment. You made a vow. You Love is a choice. You can choose to love. Or you could choose not to. But we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> good advice. I do think that's good advice. What do you think? Well, I guess if you if you are in a committed relationship, or especially if you're, like, if you're married, that you need to... Uh, stick with your commitment and honor your vows uh, both both sides of yeah course. even when things are hard and difficult mm-hmm. um, if your wife is nagging you or but or if uh, your husband is not uh, being uh, attentive or uh, mm. sensitive mm-hmm. You know. I, I can I can see that the knocking I don't see that. But. <laughs> hey, I was trying to get both. Just kidding. Both. No, you were doing yeah, great. You're doing yeah. great. <laughs> Another one, good advice is this is one that sticks to me: never keep score. Like it says on here too, when it comes to fights, have the memory of a goldfish, and when it comes to the good stuff, have a memory like an elephant. Because goldfish have like one second memory or something crazy like mm-hmm. that. Like let stuff go. How do they even find that out? How do you find I have out? No a idea. And I don't know, babe. Science. I feel. I feel like you can. It's easier to figure out how an elephant can remember things. Maybe it's because. But how do you test a goldfish? Maybe it's because like goldfish, they'll get they literally get caught by a hook. And then they'll get thrown back. And then they'll grab onto that same hook that they just got caught on. Maybe oh. it was like, they must have really small memory. I don't know. Maybe it was an inference. I don't know, babe. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is, <laughs> don't keep score. Forget the bad stuff quickly. Or like the fights. If there's something really bad, obviously, like get help, seek advice, seek counsel. Yeah. But I'm saying like the, the petty to, stuff. Yeah, don't try to one-up yeah. the other person. Yeah. I agree. What about you? What's some good um, advice? Some good advice 
that I that I've heard recently is to um, <laughs> you're not expecting this, but to thank thank your wife uh, or uh, I like where this is going. Your wife, uh, especially like after having sex, oh, like, <laughs> uh, but just like just being grateful and appreciative of like the gift that that you is. I given like that me. advice. That sounds good to me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, because it's a uh, it's a special thing. I have noticed you doing that, and it does make me feel really good. That is that's great advice, <laughs> men listening. Awesome advice. Another one I think is really good advice is be happy on your own. Like, don't rely on your partner for your happiness. You know, yeah. Like being happy. In yourself and finding your happiness. Of course, like your partner can make you happy. And my marriage makes me very happy, but not relying on my marriage solely 100% on my happiness. Right. I think that's good advice. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, uh, I know, I know it's, it's said a lot, but it's true. I mean, Listen, mm-hmm. what is that saying? You have two ears and one mouth. Wait, so you should listen more than you should speak? I've Something. never heard, that, never before. heard that before. That makes sense, though. Yeah. It's like one of those, I think it's one of those old people hmm. sayings that people don't say no more. <laughs> <laughs> There's that scripture, too, that talks about, um, oh, maybe it's not a scripture. I don't know, but it talks about uh, being no, it is slow to speak and quick to listen. listen. I think that's in James. Yeah, that is a scripture. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was something my mom used to say to me (laughs) or if it was biblical, but it is biblical. She probably did tell me that as well. Good job, mom. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Thanks, thanks the Bible. Oh, thanks God and mom. But yeah, I I definitely think that is. But it's really okay. Helpful. So, but it it is hard sometimes because of ego and and selfishness to to not want to listen because you know, feeling wanting to be right or wanting to feel like oh. you're right or you know. So I cannot relate at all to that. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it is difficult, but you have to. I think I think it, it it really takes a conscious effort. Like you really have to think about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, some people it's easy. Some people it's it's harder. Um, so we have to. If it's harder for you, definitely try to work on that as best you can. Like make yourself not not talk. Then just oh, that's so hard. <laughs> just, oh, that's just so listen. hard. And just listen, and instead of. Instead of coming back with, um, okay, okay, so now here's what I'm going to say. Like, yeah. It, like, really, like, active listening, like, really yeah. pay attention to what they're saying, how they're saying Listen it. to understand, Listen. not to respond. Right. That's what my mom used to uh, say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And then. It's helpful. And then what is, what is, show, show the person that you actually listen and that you actually care what they're saying, asking follow-up 
follow up question or asking something like how how does that how does that make you feel or what well, what did you what were you thinking in that moment when that happened to you something like something or like that. something that I've heard people do and I think actually you did this I think you've done it a couple times you'll repeat back what I said like so and you'll say so what I'm hearing you say is when I said this, it made you feel this way. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that makes me feel like you actually heard what I'm saying. You know, when you're able to repeat it back and say, okay, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. I didn't mean to, you know, I understand normally when we have arguments, I'm like, I know you didn't mean this, but it still hurt, you know, mm-hmm. but I think you're completely right. That's really great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that this was helpful <laughs> in some way. It was a fun conversation for us. I guess we're back, huh? We're back. <laughs> I'm not going to make any promises this time, though. I feel like every time I come on here, I'm like, oh, we're going to be regular again. I'm not even going to say it this time. But I am hopeful. I do miss having these like weekly, bi-weekly chats with you. It's really fun. But as always, we run low on things to talk about. So if you guys are wanting us to talk about something or have a question, I would love to actually start answering questions from you guys. If you want to send a question in, um, you can message us on Instagram at marriage done right. Go ahead and follow us there. Rate our podcast. That shows us that you guys want us to be around. Uh, It's really encouraging to us. We'd love to hear from you. Also tell us what's the best and worst relationship advice you guys have received. I'm so curious. Yeah. And uh, it, it won't be seven months, six or seven months. Oh, our no. Next, our next podcast. The rice will force me. We're going to we're gonna have another one. <laughs> Soon. Yes. <laughs> the plan, the hope, is every other Thursday. So hopefully we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And I yeah, appreciate y'all. Yeah. Until next time. See ya. Peace.